Hi, this is Daniela in the Daniela Method. Welcome to the series, Level Up Your Mind. Episode 1, Action Shifts the Mind. There's a quote that says, The distance between dreams and reality is called action. Growing up, I had a high self-esteem up until age 5, which is when my mother left my father. Afterwards, the people that I was surrounded by that had issues with my mother with jealousy and so forth, they took it out on me and destroyed what she built. When she got everything together and took me and my siblings, she couldn't undo what they did. For years, I battled with self-esteem, images, and so forth. Um, and something that she did when I was 12 added to that was a mistake and it shifted from me following her blindly to me questioning everything she did. After my mother passed away, I met a woman when we were stationed in Arizona, Miss Betty. She was like a mother figure to me. Now, Miss Betty gave me a compliment. I remember that day, she gave me a compliment. Well, instead of accepting her compliment and saying thank you, I made excuses or dismissed her compliment. She got upset with me and told me, don't do that. Those are not her exact words, but in, in her own words, basically told me not to do that and some other stuff. But <laughs> she scolded me and she told me when she gives me a compliment, I should say thank you, nothing else. Just say thank you. And when anybody else gives you a compliment, just say thank you. Don't say anything else. I said, okay, I'll do that. And I gave her my word that I'll do that. So from that, whenever anyone give me a compliment, I remember what she said and I said thank you. Even though my mind and inside of me wanted to dismiss that compliment, wanted to say something negative about that compliment, I swallowed that and I just say thank you. After a while and years of doing that, I believed those compliments. I stopped dismissing those compliments and instead believe them. This is where action or behaviors shift the mind. That was a catalyst for me shifting my mind. So even if you don't believe it right now, if you accept it and just swallow, it will become part of you. My self-esteem grew from there. That wasn't the only thing that I did, but it opened up a door to other exploration, other stuff that I did. As a mother and as a black woman, I remember the first when I decided to go natural after growing up, straightening my hair. And you know, you you, you always want your hair to be straightened because that's what you see in the magazine, TV, everywhere. And you want your hair to be a certain texture in the hair shaming spectrum. You want it to be looser, but you know, it, it doesn't always work out that way. In my case, my mother cut off my hair when I was a toddler because she didn't know how to take care of my hair. She didn't realize that I had low porosity hair because she didn't have low porosity hair. So she cut off my hair. So in my mind, my hair couldn't grow because it was shorter than say cousins of the similar age. And I didn't know that it was because my mother cut off my hair. In addition, after I became natural and fully took care of my hair, I realized that my hair texture wasn't 
what I thought it was if I wasn't straightening my hair. It was night and day, so to speak, depending on how I take care of my hair. Two different, totally different hair textures. But anyway, my daughter has curly hair. I have coily hair. She has curly hair. So when I first transitioned and I didn't know what to expect, I, I was wearing wigs, I was insecure and didn't know what to do. I wasn't really taking care of my hair. So obviously it wasn't in a state that I was proud of. But when I decided to embrace my hair and be myself and started doing styles and seeing all these beautiful styles that my hair could do and the length that my hair could grow to, I noticed something in my daughter as well. Something that I didn't expect because I have a different hair type from her, so I didn't understand that it does affect her. For a long time, she would always ask to straighten her hair because her my hair was straightened and her dad's hair was straight. With exception of her brother, she wanted straight hair too. However, when I decided to embrace my hair and I started doing style, she was excited and she wanted to do styles too. And she wanted to get a doll with coily or curly hair and style the hair too. She was excited. She was happy because mommy was doing it too. I had no idea. I, I thought because my hair was different, I had a different journey than her and she would just love her hair because, you know, it's curly versus the 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 stigmatism of coily. Not so. That's still my child. And she's still looking up at me. And she's now 20, will be 21 this year. And to this day, I haven't seen her straighten her hair or asking to, for her hair to be straightened because of that love. Me loving my hair, she seen me going through that process, helped her in turn love her hair as well. So far, we talked about two actions that I took. One, accepting compliments, which was the catalyst for me loving myself. Two, we spoke about my daughter and how my actions of loving and accepting my hair, in turn, my behavior helped her love her hair. Now we're going to shift to my house. Now, I've been divorced for two years now. While I was married, we decided to purchase this house that I'm living in. It's not the first house that we purchased, but it was a level up from previous houses. So I posted on Facebook with a picture of us on the land where it was built. But prior to buying this house, we had a rental, by the way. My ex-husband and I were on different pages. I wanted to buy properties to rent out, whereas he wanted to wait till we retire to buy properties to rent out. So to compromise, whenever we move, we would buy a house, and then when we're leaving, we'd rent it out. Well, being here, I we bought a house, and then I moved back to the area where we were renting, and rented again while we waited for a house to be built. So when we signed the paperwork, our credit came back to show that we had a short sale because uh, our Arizona house, after the mortgage being higher than the rent, we decided to go short sale, but the bank dragged it out so long that it was not, it wasn't over not too long ago before we were purchasing this house. So we were denied the loan from our regular bank that we use as military. And then the builder, they couldn't give us a loan either. So my husband turned to me and said, okay, I guess you're not getting your house. 
And in my mind, I already told everyone on Facebook that we're getting, um, posted that we're getting a house. So we're getting a house. And he kept telling me, give up. I told the, the builder to hold our spot. I mean, let me work it out and I'll be right back. For over a week, probably two weeks, I don't remember. All day, throughout the whole day, I called every single bank that I could think of it credit unit everywhere, everybody, trying to convince them to give me a loan. They kept saying no, and I wasn't going to give up. I kept going. In my mind, I kept seeing myself walk through the house. I saw like a model, and I would play that, and then I would close my eyes with all the things I was going to pick and see myself walking through the house and felt that that house was mine, and there's nothing you could tell me or do anything to discourage me from what I thought was mine. And I was determined. And while he was there, kept telling me, give it up, I kept going. Then something said, call back one of the first banks that I called, which was Navy Federal Credit Union. I called them and for some reason, I went to this lady by mistake. And she said, look, this is what you're gonna do. And she told me what to do. And I did what she said to do. And the next day, I got a message that I got the loan. And not only did I get the loan, but all the banks that I was calling were reaching out to me and asking me if I still need a loan. It turns out there was a, a change all of a sudden that we didn't have to wait one more whole year applying for a loan. They waived it. And that's how I got my house. That shift gears a little bit. When I was a teenager, my mother lost everything and we had to live in a van. I promised myself that as an adult, that would never be my life. And my mother wouldn't have to stress and worry about any of this. As the Jamaican saying would go, let's break that down, meaning to stay or sleep somewhere on a temporary basis. Aman, Iman, Yad, meaning someone's home, so I don't like caution at anyone's home. Visualize this. Someone's whole butt is sitting in a chair. And like a piece of the chair, there's like no butt on it. And then you, having nowhere to sit, take like the right piece of your butt cheek. And a tiny piece of your right butt cheek, you place it on that little speck of seat that's left. And it gives you some sense of security but the rest of your your butt cheek and the rest of your whole butt is like struggling but you have this little safety little piece however the owner of that chair with their butt spread out can push you off at any time on purpose or turn and you get you fall off or their butt could grow and push you off because it doesn't belong to you because you caught it at someone's yard that was my experience with homelessness. So after my best friend told me, asked me to come back here, this state, after losing the battle that I fought with my ex-husband to, because I didn't want to leave here, that is the thought that popped into my mind, watching at someone's yard. I had already made up my mind that I was going to leave there out of that state and come back here right after my daughter's graduation and so that my son can finish up the last three years of his school with his best friends. Now, I didn't have the details to how I was going to let, make that happen, but I knew I was going to take the action of leaving 
and coming back to this state with the intentions of moving back into this house. How I was going to do that, with what money, I didn't know, but it was going to happen. I had to speak to the teenage me because I was breaking that promise that I was okay if I had to live in a van, if I was homeless, as long as I know that there's an end to it. There's, I'm going to move back into my house, I'm going to be safe, and I'm going to move forward with my goals and my dreams and stop putting stuff on hold and stop being with someone that has no respect for me. While speaking to one of my brothers that I hadn't talked in a while, I told him everything from start to finish about my marriage, that I don't care what I have to do that I was leaving. He told me to set the date, get the U-Haul, and he'll be there with others to help me pack up. In turn, I found a way to get a separation to where my ex moved out so that I could have some sort of breeding room. It was a drama and a battle, but we made it out. And when we got here, it was after a tornado. So I had to wait an entire month for the renters to move out. And I stayed with my friends. During that time, I was because of that fear, I was so worried that it would me staying with them would ruin our friendship. But that never happened. In fact, they were getting ready to move to Germany, but somehow their orders it, it didn't come through until um, later on after I'd left. Another action that I took during that process, I had a little bit of money left on my credit card and I used it to pay for my schooling for real estate. After all, I, I am good at real estate, so why not become a realtor? And I paid, passed it with flying colors and became a realtor. That is a story within itself, but I'll leave, I'll leave that for another time. And with $500 left on my credit card, I used that to persuade a lawyer to take my case after my ex employed a lawyer that only take men, a very expensive lawyer, and there was no way I could battle without help. Long story short, I'm happily divorced. What I want you to take away from the little snippets of my life is don't just talk about it don't just dream about it if you want something bad enough jump into action and the mind will shift along with you i'm grateful i'm happy and i'm free if you want to support my channel visit paypal.me slash the daniela method if you want to subscribe follow like visit www thedaniellamethod.com or on social media at thedaniellamethod.com. Next week's episode will be entitled, Mind Your Words. Thank you for listening and we'll talk again soon. Bye!